Uh, welcome to Loose Joints, the podcast where we talk to people about the music they like, new and old. I'm Nyler Nine, and I'm joined by Sally Cinnamon. How's it going? Hi, hi, gang. It's nice to be back in Bikini Island Studios. Yeah, we've had the summer off, and uh, we've been gallivanting about the place and uh, recording podcasts and missing podcasts. Oh, sure, we're we're absolute experts now when it comes to the live thing. Yeah. Apart from the Crane Lane one, but that wasn't our fault. But we won't dwell on that. We won't talk about that. It was just too upsetting. <laughs> um, I I I loved the one we did in uh, at another love story. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, we're getting we're nailing the sound and we're nailing the whole. Um, we're just great. We're Everybody, just, we're, we're, we're just at, great. It's we're fine. just fantastic. You and now we're back in the studio and we're even, we're even better. We're better than before. Stronger. Back in Bikili Island Studios. As I wish called. everyone could see it. We sh- we should start taking photos again. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure we'll definitely take a photo this time. Claire, how do you feel? Do you feel uh, <laughs> you super stoked? I'm super stoked. Yeah, yeah. So we're joined famous. by Claire Beck. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Our guest is uh, is Claire Beck, a radio presenter and DJ and um, uh, boat owner. Boat owner. Yes. <laughs> Are you a boat owner? I am. I'm a river gypsy. Well, wow. a canal gypsy. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to be a canal gypsy. It's pretty fun. Do you, somebody said to me recently that they uh, were living on a houseboat in London and that they said, if you don't mind the noise of rats running over your head at night. I've yet to see a rat. Yeah. And uh, none of my neighbours, and some of them have been there for years, have seen rats. Uh, we have an otter. Whoa. An otter lives at the side of the jetty. Um, we have some very, very aggressive swans that come. Ooh. And yeah, Daddy Swan comes up and picks a fight with his reflection in the side of people's boats. And Whoa. It's just the one swan that does that. It's just this one swan that has an attitude problem against okay. himself. But the rest of them are lovely and they come up and ask for the end of your breakfast and I stuff. I think it's so, really yeah. deceiving that swans are white because they seem so innocent. But actually, like in their minds and brains, they're, they're pretty aggra- aggressive. Yeah, they are. They're beautiful, but very aggressive. Yeah. Uh, the man bit me the two signets came up and was like oh hey can we have some food so I was giving them a little bits of veggie peelings and stuff and thinking you know she was hanging back so the babies could get the food first and she wasn't getting fed quick enough so she bit me on the hand shit I know did you punch this one I I should have but (laughs) I didn't I think that if I was your neighbour and I saw you punching this one I'd be like yeah, I understand. Play. Yeah, play. that's one destroyed my paperwork. He won't, he I get won't it. be biting anyone anytime <laughs> soon again. He maybe he will. Maybe he makes them more. Yeah. No, I never learned my lesson though. They come by and I'm like, oh, maybe they'll be a bit calmer today. Yeah. Be like, hey guys, do you want some food? Oh God, so you're getting a bit close there. Shit. I'm yet. Yeah. You were, we're yet to hear of anyone's arm being broken from a swan because no. that's an urban myth, isn't it? No, I did see an aggress- that same the dad aggressive swan, and we thought he took out a small child in a kayak. We were out cruising on one of the boats one day and my friend was up at the tiller and I just saw his face drop and he went, I, th- I think he just killed a guy. And um, we look over and there's this group of little nine-year-olds with their helmets and their little paddles oh. getting ready to get into the kayaks and they didn't look that worried. So it fi- as it transpired, the kayak was empty. The child hadn't got into it yet, thankfully. Unless the they were swan was children. there like this, this with, <laughs> his, um, with his elbows up like, I'll kill you, like really aggressive. Whoa. Yeah. So they're not the nicest. They're lovely looking guys, but they're not the nicest of people. Jesus. Personality wise. Life on a boat. Life on a boat. They want swans to be sound. No. They're not that they should be sounder. The otter is really sound though. He's lovely. He just comes maybe up it's just that. Maybe they're just that, that they're the Salon swans. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're the nay swans. No, that, that's not getting into that. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag fuck nay swans. N- nay swans. <laughs> Are the sounds one sounder? Are the newer swans sounder than the nay swans? Yeah. Will, will we ever know? Will we ever find <laughs> out? I don't know. 
I don't know dangerous. if we'll ever find it. Uh, it's really nice to have you here, Claire. Thank you um, very much. We, 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 who was our last guest? Our last official guest? Well, in Bikini Island. Oh, uh, Keen uh, Murphy, I think. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, your that cosmos. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Niall uh, messaged me and was like, hey, do you want to come and talk about tunes with me and Sally? I was like, yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I do. Like, I would like that very much. It properly, but <laughs> yeah. we did finally do it, so that's good. Um, so, with that in mind, we're going to play some tunes, I guess. Um, Sally, we'll try. We'll play a track from yourself first because I think uh, this is a nice uh, ease in. It is a nice ease in, and we can ease us into the week nicely. It's Grand Brother, and uh, the track is called. Well, long, I can't remember. Long the track forgotten future. Long forgotten future. Where are they from? Um, that was literally just what I was trying to look up <laughs> but a Bikini Island studio Wi-Fi is not great no um, but I can tell you that they're playing the Pepper Canister on November 25th I uh, it's sold out is it? it's totally sold out yeah yeah it's a home beat show uh, totally sold out I second time here I think this uh, in the last year I would have thought England somewhere, but I, I, I get a feeling they're European. But we'll, we'll, we'll okay. figure that out. But um, in the meantime, will we play a bit of the track. Maybe we play with the track. There's not much I know about them. I remember a track. Richie actually, uh, our our pal Richie Jape, uh, sent it to me last week, saying I think this is lovely. We send each other tunes a lot, and uh, when I went back to listen to it in Spotify, I'd remembered a track from theirs called Enzo, or blame it on Enzo, or. They had a track like two years ago, which I really loved. And I was like, oh, grandmother, I forgot about them. And uh, I've been listening to it. I really like it. Uh, give it give cool. a bash. Cool. All right. This is uh, Long Forgotten Future by Grand Brothers.
Uh, that is the sound of Grand Brothers. Sure, they're grand. Sure, they're grand. They're grand. Sure, <laughs> Brothers um, grand. Long forgotten uh, uh, futures. It's, and it's track. really nice. And now that you've said they're going to play in Pepper Canister, that would be a lovely gig to see in there, wouldn't it? Would it would be, yeah. Uh, November you can sneak in. You're only small. Yeah. Sneak in only the side we. door. <laughs> um, I like, I, I saw, uh, what you call those mad, you know, those uh, Irish uh, Dublin lads. I'm very distracted tonight, lads. Sorry, I'm Chunkfellas. not. Chunkfellas. Not Which Hall. Um... The Melty Brains. I saw them oh, in yeah. Twisted Pepper or Pepper, pepper can- Canister. The Twisted Pepper Canister. They should merge the two <laughs> venues. Um, There's a basement there. Yeah. There, uh, I saw them in Pepper Canister and that was pretty savage, pretty mental gig to see in an old church. But I like that what they I like that they've it feels uh Deconsecrated. Yeah, I've I can't feel like they're the right the people to was. do that sort of deconsecration. <laughs> I went to a very intense gig there. Um, Hidden Agenda put it on about three or four years ago. A guy called Luke begins with S. I can't remember his second name now, but it was very intense electronic music, and I got kind of heart palpitations from it. It was a bit too Ooh, intense almost, yeah. and so <laughs> kind of had to leave the room for a while. You like, actually had to go out and take a break. Oh there. yeah, don't not usually like that, but it was just yeah. it got so intense. In the room that I was just like, nope, that's I fair need enough. to leave. When you um, get the kind of, you get the gawks from um, from bass, just the bass being too heavy at gigs sometimes. Yeah. Or festivals ha- when you haven't. Mm-hmm. You're also sitting in a, a church pew, so the music has to like, be nice enough that you're gonna, your arse isn't going to hurt anymore. Yeah. Oh. You know? um, that's how I feel about it. That's it's how I feel about church gigs. I reckon Dublin, especially, uh, I think Ireland is one of those places where it would never dawn on you to go to a gig and not drink. I, I stopped drinking. What for, do you mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I yeah. didn't like that it's such an integral part of your outing mm-hmm. that if there's a venue that doesn't suit it, where people go in and out or... You know, or it, like kind of noise distractions. It could be noisy. Like I, um, I went to Sounds of a Safe Harbour this year, which was incredible. Probably yeah, the best, brilliant festival. Probably the best festival I've been to this year. And uh, we went to uh, Bon Iver and... They had the bar open at the back of the uh, the opera house, and your mum was like, "Is that yourself? Is this? Do you want a Bulmers? Do you want two of them?" Yeah, and she's like talking oh, at her no. normal, voice and like the till door slamming, and like the most beautiful, intimate songs. Like, like I'm trying to have a cry here. Can I you be quiet, like, dude? Seriously, <laughs> like are they really? You know, we ended up moving because we could hear every we could hear everything. Every sound engineer was shouting at each other. The bartender was shouting at each other. I was like, "Lads, come mm. on!" It just it was a total dose. I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind if they'd said no drinking for I, this is one. Is there an actual bar at the back of the room? There's a bar. They stuck a Heineken bar in. Oh, right. Okay. A kind of a makeshifty one. Kind and of it a was, sponsor thing. Yeah, okay. It was just so messy. I was going, oh, no. There's some gigs that kind of don't suit that sort of interruption. Mm-hmm. Do you know? That would yeah. be one of them. Yeah. An, oh, always would you be, would, you, anyway. would you be a shusher at a gig? I wouldn't be a shusher at a gig. No. no I just wouldn't. kind of move I, closer. I just move. Yeah. I just move away. Have you yeah. ever shushed anyone at a gig? I've never done it. I, don't I think, think I have. If it, it, you know what? If it's like a newer bands that are already a little bit nervous and say if it's in like the Workmans or something and there's just a couple of people at the back who are talking and being very obnoxious, I have gone, lads, would you mind? And, the, yeah. and in fairness, they go, shit, sorry, like yeah, not even they're, they're thinking. Doing it until they're told not to do it. Yeah. Kind of but like yeah. I would shush I would shush nicely but yeah. not like I wouldn't go around being like be quiet be quiet be quiet but if it was something like that where you can see that the band are getting distracted and yeah. it's kind of putting them off I've done it a little bit with friends who like chatting at a gig that you're, you're really into watching I would just move I'd be like lads I'll leave you to your no, chat I'd I'm going like, up here stop talking to me now come on like let's <laughs> chat, yeah. chat later I'm not a good chatter during the gig if I'm actually paying attention to it mm-hmm. um, and I really I think There's no need sometimes for- I think that like 
if I go to a gig with somebody who I've never been to a gig before, they might think I'm being really rude. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm saying I'm like, I'm just like, oh, I just don't really like chatting I just don't gigs. talk to her. Yeah, yeah just you know. listen to the music. I was just my brother-in-law who decided uh, at the Widest Boy Alive, which is the only time I knew I was ever going to see them probably, and talked to the whole, and I was like, Johnny, honestly, I've, this is, I've been waiting for this gig for so long. You'd have to, he's like, I'm just saying it's really good. I was like, Say it over there. I felt <laughs> a bit bad. But, yeah. you know, you can't. Yeah. You can't hold a conversation. And, and no. But no, I'm not a shusher. But I remember Frames gigs years ago and the fans were such shushers. It was like, I you think actually the bad, make That's this, where the bad reputation comes from. That's kind of sucking the fun out of it it's then just, when it's too yeah. much. But You're just trying to prove that you're a massive fan. Like, just fuck off. The shushing, mm-hmm. it's so unnecessary. Yeah. Isn't it? Come on. It is, yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Unless, like, you know, there are very like, few The king, the king, the king is speaking, the king. You know, <laughs> just give it a fucking rest. Yeah, I one thing, well, I don't know, maybe it's annoying, but I do it in a nice way um, and no one's ever given out to me or said no, but I would be a tapper. Like, I'm not very tall. So if there's, like, a huge, big, like, six foot something lad in front of me who's, I, I just can't, I would just very politely tap it to go, hi, sorry, look, is there any chance that we could enough. swap yeah. places and they always go oh my god yeah of course no problem yeah. and we'll happily swap with you uh, but like I'm kind of like I'm like going to gigs however many years no one has ever said no but I'm waiting for the day someone goes fuck you no yeah, I, have a, I, have a t- I have a few tall pals who are really responsible about it like you can yeah. see them putting a girl in front of them going yeah. here do you yeah. want to step in front of me because they feel bad because they're so tall yeah or like I have a couple of tall mates that I would kind of regularly go to gig with and I'd be like come on up the front they'd be like I'm six foot seven I'm not blocking yeah. people you go up the front I'll see you after and you're like okay bye socially responsible it's nice to be socially yeah. responsible at gigs sound gig goers we're great aren't we lads <laughs> sure that's grand we're deadly aren't we <laughs> three most responsible radio DJs in Dublin <laughs> um, Claire we're going to take a song from you now um, okay. this is uh, a zombie 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 why you zombie. picked this this is a, a new track that you've been listening to this is a new track that I've been listening to um, so zombie zombie um, they're a couple of weird French dudes um, they're really into kind of horror film soundtracks they cover John Carpenter tracks at their gigs um, which is great and they have a new album um, that was supposed to be out last Friday but there's no sign of it online yet so hopefully in the next few days um, called Liberty and they did kind of seven tracks in seven days in the depths of the winter in Paris last year and from the couple of bits I've heard from it it's very much kind of if you were to go for a drive late at night by yourself with the rain bashing on the window it's that kind of vibe and it's also slightly scaldy which I really appreciate with old electronic music electronic music that's made with like old synthesizers and stuff I want it to be a little bit scaldy you want to be doing doing the little kind of elbow the little elbow pump tapping on the steering wheel Okay, let's there give you it go. go. This so is called Hippocamp. Let's see how that sounds. Scaldy, scaldy music. Lock <laughs> your car doors.
There you go. Should be should be choir scaldy. Buzz and bees there. Yeah, and wasps. I love absolutely. It. Yeah, it's just you get what I mean. Though it's that real late night kind of like. Yeah. Ugh. And I just I would love to see them live. They have a third guy that plays live with them. It's just loads of old synths, loads of drums, and um, I, I saw John Carpenter when he did that tour a couple of yeah, years ago. I saw amazing. him, yeah. and it was a real like when I after hearing what he does live, I'm just like, oh, I'd love to see a zombie zombie cover those yeah. John Carpenter tracks. I think it'd be amazing. <laughs> Um, yeah. I really like it. I'll definitely be playing it at um, at uh, Bram Stoker. Oh yeah, good one. Yeah, this Friday. Where are you I'm playing? trying to play as much creepy, dark stuff that's not thriller. Oh, really, I really always like doing a gig of Halloween, and I've always got some dirty stuff that I'm into at the, at the time. Oh, yeah. To play, but it's uh, it's down in uh, the science gallery, and the theme is. It's at the end of the world party. Oh yeah. Is that this Friday? It's, that, it's this oh, Friday. I'm also DJing at a, oh, yeah. a spooky Halloween party this Friday. It's down in Wexford. It's in the Spiegel tent. Oh, nice. It's this thing, Freak Fantastic. And they've got, the guy was like, hey, do you want to play predominantly scary horror music and Halloween music at a freak show and a burlesque show and like, then uh, yes, book a brass please. band are going to play. I was like, yes, I will. I was like, can I dress up? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay, I'll be the ringmaster. I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, so that'll be good. Yeah. But yeah, I love this time of year that I go mad at Halloween the way people go mad for Christmas. Like I yeah. don't really care about Christmas, but I love Halloween. I'm getting more like that as well. And I'm just, this today and tomorrow I've got to really think about what I'm, how how disgusting I'm going to be. how <laughs> And who's going to make me really the most disgusting they can. Because the theme is like... Um, Obviously, the end of the world and death and and disease and um, all those sort of horrible things. Yeah. So, I have to think about uh, uh, what what killed me, what disease I'm going to go right, uh, yeah. as. You're going to go full. I'm going to go as virus. a disease. You could go <laughs> as a bag of medical waste. So you yeah. could have like a black bag with just like old like syringes and bits of like. Yeah, gross, just carry some syringes like, around. Bits of like I don't know. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe a cyanide pill. Oh yeah. I could just go as a cyanide pill, That'd like a make a cyanide the, pill the, costume. The, uh, a government issued one, perhaps. Whoa! Along, along with some cheese that the, the we never we never got. <laughs> oh yeah. The promised cheese or the iodine tablet. The well. iodine, iodine tablets, tablets. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think my parents will have them. I saw one in the medicine cabinet last time I was there. Ours never arrived. I well. don't know why. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. <laughs> I feel it, left really, out. it did feel really futuristic and weird when it happened, though, didn't it? When they came around, you were just like, "What's gonna what?" This is that's not a thing. Yeah, very strange. It's very <laughs> odd. So yeah, I'm terrible with dressing up for Halloween. I have to say, I'm always forget, and then I'm like, but I have a few days now, so I have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah I would just if I could, I'd just be twink every year, but I can't do that anymore. It's been well, done. Oh yes, you can. Well, sorry, so sorry, <laughs> no, <I> so sorry. <laughs> can't resist uh, because she's not as mo- as infectious as she is. She's not a disease, guys. Okay, um, <laughs> I I don't really. Uh, she's not yeah it's not really in fitting it's not thing. it's not a part of I the zeitgeist the anymore not no even it's she's uh, i i i'm terrifyingly like her so it worked really well for halloween party one year but um was this the zip up your mickey era it was it was two years ago when her dog had been kidnapped and she was going rasher on okay on, right. on the have late you seen late. my dog kind of thing yeah but i i was it was me and the dog and uh it was terrifying but i went to a party in kerry and Loads of people from Kerry were just like, are you a Big Fat Gypsy Wedding or something? I was like, no, Twink. And they're like, was it? So I realised 
She doesn't, no one really gets her outside She doesn't Dublin. travel outside she's, Dublin. She's, she's not as much as a ledge. She gets oh. to Dublin. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't oh. travel well. Oh. Twink. Like I, have you ever met her? Uh, I have never met her. No. I've, I met her and her dogs. I was in doing some TV thing and she was also there doing a TV thing and she had about 17 million of her little dogs with her and they're all these like, she takes in these like two-legged, one-eyed, like unfortunate looking thing and she loves them so much. She's and mad she was dogs so and she, yeah. nice. She was so nice. I wanted to yeah. stay and talk to her all day. Yeah, she seems like a total buzzer. But um, so there we go. I'm not okay. going to be twink, okay? okay so you could so you swans, dogs, out. Halloween costumes. Oh God, I could be a swan. They're pro- no, they're not. You could pretend you're Bjork. Yeah, I want to, I, I kind of want or to or really which party you want to go. Like I want to be something yeah. really disgusting. I, I, have, I have one, but I'll tell you afterwards because it's okay. too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's inappropriate. And my Nana said that she might listen to this and Okay. No. Okay. Well, we okay. But I have a good that. one for you after. I'd like to um, keep my, my Fs. Yeah. My F's down anyway. My F bombs down anyway. Fair enough. Um, well, hi Nana. We'll we'll take something from uh, as it happens. One of our next choices is a joint choice. Yes, it is. But we're not going to play that yet oh. because we're going to pick one that you picked because it kind of ties in nicely. Um, Italo disco is a, a genre that if you don't like it, I don't know who you are, and you shouldn't be listening to music at all. Um, yeah. If you can't appreciate it, how it I don't just, know who It just makes me so happy. Like yeah. just, it's just I, I get the biggest smile on my face, and it just you just lose yourself in this like silly, poppy, just bouncy, lovely little thing. Yeah, it's like pop music made by children almost. It's so, it's so well. No, because it's well, very I would, sexy. I, yeah, I would. I would say it's like, like a child's version guys. of sexy almost sometimes. Right. Okay. It's, it's like right. it's lost in translation. Sometimes. Like sweaty. Uh, shirtless children in a basement doing fist pumps I think we'll get yeah. away from the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're just, we just seem Let's to be back into the merging of the two concepts there which are entirely different okay well the song you picked was um, now this is you asked me for my favourite Italian yeah favourite Italian okay, it's a hard so, thing to uh, it's a very hard thing to do but this is one that I will always kind of it jumps out at me first it's the most Shazammed song anytime I play it anytime I play it and there's always people going ooh and I'm like I'll tell you after just enjoy it and um, I played it when I did the last Lumo for you guys myself and Nino Leary did my CB Disco little disco side project thing upstairs and the usual people taking out their phones asking me for the name and then there was this one guy who I think he was a Cypriot guy or something came up on stage going mental like I can't believe you're playing this ah, no one knows the song anyway it's silly it's fun it's a definite fist bumper this is Kano and Another Life
Uh, two Italo tracks in a row there, but about 25, 35 years apart? 35 years yeah. apart almost. Uh, Kano and Their Life is from 1983. Um, one of those songs that every time you, it comes on, you're just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, and in the background there, we had uh, actually our joint uh, new music choice, which was uh, from an Italian guy who's based in England called Mind Enterprises. The song is called Idol. Um, so a nice Italo buzz going on there as well. There's also a lovely Prince Thomas remix of that as well. The Prince Thomas disco. What is it? Disco? Disco mix. Disco yeah. mix. With the K. Yeah, no, it's fab. Like, this is the one that I would put on and listen to myself and have a great time. But then the Prince Thomas makes, I cannot wait to play it out. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. Um, when can I play? Thursday. I can play Thursday. on Thursday. I'm excited. Yes. Counting the days. So, yeah. Um, uh, Sally, what's your favourite Italo song? Uh, I could never pick something like that because I love it I think it it's so like much. whatever happens. It's whatever one you love the most at uh, the moment. I... I don't know. I think I, I put down Sharon, um Supernature oh. because ties in with Halloween. Ties in with know? Halloween. It's just I love this. I just love the Supernature. I it's just so the over the top, it. isn't it? Yeah, that's the best thing about Italo. It's yeah. it's you get to just be Dramatics. as dramatic and over the top as possible. And I think Supernature is kind of more um, more space disco, which is what my sort of first love would be when it yeah. comes to um, disco and dance music styles uh, and I yeah just it's just so sexy and brilliant um, but I also I also uh, I guess um, Hollywood 7 would kind of be Italo only it's modern yeah it's Italo's style isn't it yeah that's kind of it has something going on it's adopting on. It's, an Italo vibe yeah it's got it's that the oil and spice that you need for Italo music yes mm. yeah. ugly olio as it's garlic yeah. <laughs> but there's some brilliant there's so much African Italo that is amazing was really really African influenced that yeah. I that I got really into that as well I guess um, you know the um, Africa Africa you know the one jungle Jungle, it's really mental. It's you have to figure out who that's from. It's uh, called. It's just called Africa, and it's from. <sighs> I'm just so on the ball tonight. I bet I? you can see the sleeve, but you I can't can think see, of the name. I, that happens I, to me yeah, all the time. I'll, I'll have it for you by the end of the show. But it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty brilliant one, and it's it's one of those ones where you um, you just can't. It's Geppy and Geppy. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's called it's called Africa, and I'd say that would probably be one of my favorites as well. Cool. It's very funky. I Speaking of um, amazing African vibes, did you guys hear that Professor Rhythm track? Yeah. Oh my God! Unbelievable. There's been some. Actually, I was <clears> going to play it on this, but I've, I've been playing it a lot recently. Um, yeah. Uh, there's so much good music com- that came out on Awesome Taste from Africa this year. Yeah, yeah. and he's and got, he's doing a gig one. with Super Silly in I think it's the twenty. I think it's the twenty fifth of November. Uh, that might be wrong. Might be the eleventh. I think the 11th? in the Sugar Club. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, really, really looking forward. to Awesome tapes from Africa. Brian is his name. I can't remember his second name, but he often play. He plays cassettes, right? I yes. Mean, that's his. Buzz. Yes. Like yeah. he digs through these old crates of cassettes yeah. and just finds amazing. But he really stuff. has been finding some amazing stuff this year. Yeah. That's a, a quite old track, which is like an African house track from 1995. And it's really funny because I have played it out because it sounds like Live and Joy or something. Yeah, like yeah. it's a full on like I'd get yeah. the really early. I don't know what I some mad early gig or something and I was on a bus and I was like oh I hate my life and um, it just came on Spotify on like your recommended 
tracks for the week or whatever and I was like oh my god what is this and I was like instantly wake is yeah and I bought the album from Awesome Tapes of Africa off the back of it and I haven't listened to anything else off it yet I'm just waiting for the vinyl to arrive and just have a lovely time is it, so is, it good, is it a good quality is it a, oh is yeah it yeah good, no it yeah. sounds really like it's, it's from 1995 so it's not like that old either okay. and so it has that like yeah yeah but it's got the, it's that real like kind of like live and joy do, sort do, of like yeah. um do 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 and it's just like yeah. leave me alone I don't wanna dance with you like a real finger wagger oh yes it's deadly yeah. my vibe <laughs> Um, deadly stuff Good show. What are we uh... um, Claire you've spent uh, Much of the last uh, While since TX finished um, Abroad TXFM finished abroad Yes You were travelling yes. a lot I um, did it's, it's actually It's coming up to our little anniversary now It's the 26th of October That we yeah. wrapped it up It's the 24th day So it's almost a full year um, So it's yeah mad. It feels uh, Every time I Some of my stations On uh, on the radio that I ha- radios that I have are still tuned to one hundred five point two. Yeah, every now and again it pops on and you're like, shit. Mm. Yeah, gone. I know yeah. it's real. Like, and f- it was such a weird one for me because um, I like it was it was happening and I was kind of I had like gigs and I had bits of you know work and stay FM and stuff as well. But like that was like my main thing. That was my love. Like going in and doing yeah. that show five days a week and picking all the music and all that. And I said, you know what? You've been working your arse off your whole life. Like I'm just you know you guys the same like always busy always doing something it's like I am going to sell everything and I'm going to go travel because I never got to do it and that's what I did so yeah yeah so you had a good time away um Mm -hmm. would you say I mean I think there's at that point when you're traveling for so long where you maybe maybe you feel more connected than you used to to what's going on back home because of the internet and all that kind of stuff well but you yeah <laughs> okay so first of all uh, tx you're not accident prone at all by good, chance, no not at all <laughs> uh, tx um left or uh, tx went off air on the wednesday on the friday morning at 6 a.m i got a flight to mexico city um Two days later, I um, had the most expensive sandwich I've ever had in my life. Um, went to the sandwich truck, and when I came back, I didn't have my phone. And let's all be honest, like my mom and everyone was going, "Oh my god, you got robbed! Mexico's so dangerous." We all know that when someone said, "We all go and get sandwiches," I went, "Okay," and just flung my phone anywhere on silence, never to be seen again. <laughs> so it's phoneless for a while. It's like no Spotify, no nothing. But like Mexico, like Mexico City in particular, there's music everywhere. So there was so much like local music and stuff to soak up and also they play the Smiths everywhere they're obsessed with Morrissey so that was really, really cool <laughs> um, so no phone for ages then I got a phone then that phone um, just broke and nobody would help me with it so phoneless again and then I moved to a tiny little East African island that didn't have internet just didn't have it so I'm interested in that so, because you know, never mind your family and your friends and all that's the important stuff but what about like must have been nice to step away from like new music stuff for a while as no well, oh no no like it's really weird it, it was like I went on a music diet like it was just this thing of like I didn't have internet access I didn't have I think my headphones got let's say my headphones got robbed but yeah. once again I probably Not just really left sure, them on a bus sure, yeah. or something Um, but yeah there was whole periods of time where you know I have constantly got my headphones on at home always like I'm like a music pig always listening to new stuff digging for old stuff that sort of thing and it was just this thing of uh, you don't have that anymore you don't have internet access and then I was kind of like okay well I'll go and experience all of this amazing local music and local cultures yeah the thing about that is everywhere in Central America all they listen to is Jamaican dancehall 
all they listen to it's just Jamaican dancehall everywhere and then you go to we went to an amazing music festival in Tanzania which was a pan-African festival so that was like Ethiopian jazz and Moroccan reggae and all of these like brilliant absolutely brilliant but then I moved to Seychelles and I was working there for three months and Ed Sheeran (laughs) or Jamaican dancehall they're obsessed with Ed wow. Sheeran. I don't know why. They're really lovely people, um, real nice guys, but they just have this mad obsession with them. So it's that or dancehall. And it's if you went to the club, it was all dancehall. And then when he did two of them, that a song that kind of brought the two together. Oh God! Oh. Like I can't even like Head I. Explosions. Oh God! Like I just like I don't I I I don't I would hate for anyone to think that I was a music snob. I really I don't care. Like what you like, it's fine. But if I don't like something, like I'm not gonna like it. But it just Ed Sheeran now, I actually get like I kind of gag a little. Like, I get like my skin crawls if I hear yeah, that shape of you song. So it's just you couldn't get away from it. It's unnecessary. There's no need for it. Um, but yeah, no, it was really weird to come home and have people be like, "Oh, this is the new blah blah." It came out two months ago, and I'm like, "What? They released a new album? What is this? Oh my god! Now I know how." It's kind of nice feels. to take a break as well, though. Sometimes and you can just be. Yeah. It, it sometimes you can be a little overwhelming to keep on top of everything. So it's just nice to sort of yeah. Or it's it's also just nice not to have your phone for a while. Oh my god, well. it was so nice not to have yeah. my phone. Like I didn't didn't have it. Like and then I had my my mom gave me her old phone when I was home for a couple of days in January, and she's way more technologically advanced than me. She's like, have this old iPhone, but it was like a thing where for two like you could get like the Wi Fi for like five minutes in the evening catch up make sure nobody's dead at home or whatever and that was it but like trying to download something on Spotify offline not gonna happen Forget about it. no so I had just my very limited uh, few things that were on this buckety old iPhone that I could listen to and that was it so was this track one of them um, yeah, this was um, this is a weird one. I the, the question that you said, gave me was um, one song that made you homesick while you were traveling. I had a weird thing is in that I didn't get homesick. I think I just because I'd packed everything up, I'd left my job. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if I was ever going to work in Ireland again or how long I'd be gone for. And I tried to just as insofar as possible be very present be like kind of appreciate how unbelievably lucky I was to be you know where I was in the world and experiencing all these things and meeting all these cool people from everywhere sound like a travel dickhead now I'm so <laughs> sorry I'm so were sorry were you, were you pal sick <laughs> Um, I was a little bit pal sick. Yeah, I met, met some great pals and pals came out to meet me as well a couple yeah. of different times, which is great. So for the music festival, we had a whole gang of people from yeah. home. But um, one thing that like you kind of do just get a bit sick of it, like sick of being on the road and you feel like a dickhead because you're like, how dare you not be unbelievably grateful for this position that you're in you know that kind of way so this is a song that I would put on in my headphones and just go for a little walk and just kind of reset and go do you know what it's grand um it's a beautiful um track by Sebastian Tellier um it's just this really really I love the piano I love the way it builds really subtly and then four minutes in out of nowhere pow this cheesy over the top like beautiful like overly French and romantic vocal comes in and then it just goes back to the tune and I just, it's incredible. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's yeah. a really good reset I, yeah. button. I don't know you can ever overhear this song. No, either. God, I, no. I never get sick of hearing it, and I would probably say it's in my top five all, all time. Wow. Yeah, I, it's I remember. I, I remember when the song came out. I remember hearing it for the first time when Goosebumps. it was just out, 
and we were and there were some mushrooms involved I'm not going to lie we were at a house party and I remember just going wow what the you know but yeah. we and we just we played it on a loop all weekend in the house at this yeah. party and do the you do that do you pick a song and just yeah, put it, I do just, that too we just we just um, we just got so strung out with it that I I identify this with the best of times with like the just best bliss. of friends yeah, yeah. I, I identify yeah. It with for it. me it's my it's my perfect reset summer. button it's yeah, my reset I, button. So whenever I'm like a bit overwhelmed or a bit ugh, whatever, I'll go, okay. And I was luckily had it on the bucket of the old phone yeah, <laughs> amongst the wherever my other gem shoes, so. he, he could yeah. He, he could take he could take the rest of his life off after giving us that <laughs> after well, giving us that track. Well let's take a deep breath and reset with uh, Sebastian Tellier. Sebastian Telly, of course, and La Returnelle is the name of the song. Um, yeah, just one of the most beautiful songs we're you just, ever heard. We're like three happy Egypts. Yeah. Every, all three of us, just eyes closed, just listening, going, <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Tony Allen's live drums, they were like, well, you just can't get any better than that. If you yeah. ever got Tony Allen to play on one of your tracks, it's a pretty... 
it's a pretty big achievement as a musician, I would think. And then, and also there's just, it's it's the real standout track on the album. There wasn't anything yeah. else specifically brilliant about it, nor the next album. But that's just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Where did you, where did that come from? <laughs> so good. Yeah. So, so good. And then he did the Eurovision for a while. He yeah, what's it? <laughs> he does seem like an out and out buzzer though, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he just, I, I, he's either a dose or a buzzer. <laughs> he oh, he's probably somewhere. He's between, probably, ha- yeah. yeah, a little bit of column A and column B perhaps. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's great yeah that's a that's a that's a nice song to always have in your pocket I think I think so yeah and it's kind of yeah it's a go to it's like you know if, if I was homesick and I was if I was away and homesick and I heard that I'd be like Ooh, I could probably I think probably it was more if for me it was more like the the not getting homesick thing is weird like I was gone for eight months but I think I was just so completely decompressed and so out of my normal life and away mm. kind of from reality it was actually only when I got home I got not homesick obviously that's stupid because I was home but I realised I was like Jesus Christ like I love Ireland yeah, so much I'm I was so happy same. to be home I got you know. crack sick. I got. I, I. I was mad. I couldn't tell what was wrong with me, and then I realised when I got home that I how much I laughed, and that there might have been a few days that gone by like I hadn't heartedly laughed, mm-hmm. and I just realised there's absolutely nowhere in the world like Ireland for oh my god now crack and yeah. I'm going to seal the deal. I was only supposed to come home for two weeks in May. I was supposed to be like gone. I was like on a oh a year to two years of doing whatever the hell yeah. I want. I was supposed to go home for two weeks and I used those two weeks to go to Donegal. <laughs> so I drove, got a lift from Dublin to Donegal um, with a guy I'd never met before who, and by the end of the journey, we were best mates. But I was like, like driving along and um, I was like, Jesus, it's so beautiful. We're so, so lucky. And I went, I was up doing a circus festival and then I came home got offered a couple of gigs and went I'll stay for the summer I'll stay till picnic I'll stay and then I was like okay fine I'll buy a boat and just move here again it's fine (laughs) I'll just buy a boat I'd like to be able to just settle on just buying a boat. Might it's have to nice, buy a boat. Might just have to buy a well, boat. This yeah. is it. Well, this this that was, out of here. That was my main thing. Like, so I moved back to my mom's, and you're in your mom's spare room, and it's really nice of her to let you stay there. But all her stuff is in the wardrobe. Yeah. So you're living out of the bag, and you know people get in touch, going, "Oh, uh, there's a room coming up in our house. Um, would you consider?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, for the summer. How much is it? Four hundred million pounds a month. Yeah. Oh, I don't really have don't a full time job. So, oh. and I'd kind of always wanted to live on a boat, and this one." came up and it was cheap amazing and I rang the guy and went S, you have my boat I have yeah. some money for you do you want to do, do you a little just, swap do you the so the over? adventure continues basically oh yeah. yeah yeah. and you're always you well always this is it like I want to like come and go like I'm planning on going away next February anyway for the month of February and yeah. it's just that security of having uh, a roof over my head when I come home a bit of a, a bit less of a worry, isn't yeah. it? If you want to be Excellent. really irresponsible and for sure. no, spend and all your money on records, well. you're not going to be. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely see myself in a caravan though at some stage in my life. Just it's, it's just, just like, like a land boat though. Just the pure travellerness of me. Anyway, I I just I, I just know I'll be I, I'll I'll end up in a in a caravan really happy. Yeah, really, well, this really is happy it. In a caravan. This is this. Just yeah, basically it's a it's a it's a it's a. Oh, I was going to say sometimes houseboats are like caravans on the water oh my god completely and you can move you can move your gaff around as well like we're talking about how beautiful Ireland is and I'm I'm, I'm gonna gonna just move my gaff around all the time we're all about mobility gypsies (laughs) we're gypsies very nice very nice (laughs) Um, how do we go from that to what we're (laughs) going (laughs) to this 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 
I don't know if it's a, we don't do an album of the podcast, but um, if yeah. there was one, it, it's a pretty great album. My, this would be my uh, punt for it. It's from uh, King Cruel, um, Archie Marshall, who um, is how would you describe him? He's like a Hey, delinquent Ar- Arful Dodger Snarling Yeah, yeah Arful Dodger He's uh, Not the Rewind Arful no, Dodger actual no, no, Arful Not, Dodger. That, not that one the, the old school one The original <laughs> The OG um, <laughs> Yeah King Cruel uh, Archie Marshall is now, I think he's only still 19 Yeah um, But he's made loads of records In the last like Five or six years 2013 was the debut King Cruel album And the follow up came out uh, This month It's called The Ooze and I am absolutely uh, enamored with it. I think it's a really fascinating, cool yeah, listen. Yeah. It's a real, it's like murky. It's like an urban murky album, which full of decay and weirdness and like. Yeah, but I also feel a little bit about it that I I, I think enamored is a good way to describe it because when I heard the Mount Kimby track, I was so, I was like, fuck, that's really powerful. But then I was like, I don't listen to it. It's it's when you hear it, you go, "Oh, that's intense." It's a little bit like seeing a painting that makes you uncomfortable, mm. or do you know what I mean? It, I it do love of, it. Though. You appreciate it, but it's not a yeah. When you yeah. get used to dancing to things, and it, it's mm-hmm. a different response. It's a definitely a different response you have to it. But he's definitely very very clever. Yeah. Clever young dude. I'm kind of just and a bit infatuated with it. just his vote, like this, just that drawl. It just really, really draws. It's, it's like a, that kind of like it's like this kind of like the way he like he draws out the words. It's like just draws you in. It's like a metronome, just kind of sucks yeah. you in. But it reminds yeah. me of really early um, Massive Attack as well. In that, in that old dark, you can just picture them in a, a flat in a high tower. You know, same with. Burial or anything that very grimy stuff. Yeah. The, the dubstep stuff came out. It's so dark and weird and London underground, but it's really powerful. It's, it's really, yeah, really. It's like wasteland music yeah, almost. It's, like, it's yeah. like it's the places between uh, where society exists almost. Yeah. It's like these weird places that we all have. It's kind of mm. dystopian or something. It's really weird. It's Do you know? A, you know, this is on on a level of of that. But you know that um, area in Smithfield that, that you that has uh, beside the apartments yeah. it's been there for a long long time that's just been cordoned off it's been like that area you know? oh I, I, I think they should put a bloody swimming pool in there yeah, what is the crack with that room. place I was going, going to be apartments because there was it was a Viking they found Viking remains on it so they ah, weren't right, allowed okay. to go ahead with the plans okay. but wouldn't that be an amazing like the Lido in London if it was an if it was an outdoor swimming pool like a, like one that they have in Hackney. That's yeah, yeah. But like we'd wreck it. We couldn't have anything we would. like no, that. We couldn't have anything like that's that. No, we can't. Look at Dublin bikes. Look at Dublin bikes. That was okay, that's fair. That's fair. I yeah, thought everyone, that was everyone going to be. Oh, they're all going to be robbed. Yeah. Well, they're but all like, GPS. Would <laughs> 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 everyone just not wee in the pool? Would everyone yeah, just not like pissing it on their way home? No, you wouldn't be able to get in. You wouldn't be able to get in. You wouldn't be able to get in on the on the way home from a night out. Oh no, I'd hope. Uh, anyway, so pissing in the pool. But I know what you mean. With when I go past there, I'm just like, look at that weird, dirty place. Yeah, and it's like there's no man's land. There's yeah, places it's like that it's just like it's like a graveyard without the bodies. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen. Well, the so, Viking bodies, no? Uh, or are they still there? Do they take tools. them all out? I don't know. Tools. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was like one pot is like ruining our future happiness. <laughs> yeah. They found well, one no, pot, yeah. and now we can't have our pool. No, you can't have your apartments, your condos. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I I am an as enamoured with them for sure. 
Uh, but I'm also just like, are you okay, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I worry about his mental health. I think he probably you know, just smokes an awful lot of weed. Yeah, intense yeah. and that dark is... I did but, see him this year at Primavera, um, but I was no, in no mood to see that show. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. He's playing in the Academy in December, and I'd be interested to have a look at it, maybe, seeing how it gets, he gets on. on maybe a, not in doing a, venue. a waterfall before you go in. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? It'd be just the worst. You'd be cracktose intolerant within 20 seconds of stepping in there. It'd be no good, yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's take a track from, uh, this is one of the songs that's been standing out to me. It's from uh, The Ooze from King Krill. This is uh, Dumb Suffer. Yeah. 
That is from New Jacko, New Jackson, uh, with uh, vocals by Mar- Margie Lewis. It feels strange picking it as a new music choice because it's well, we're so I'm so familiar with the song. It's um, well, it's I will say, yeah. So um, there is a version of this song that exists. There's a, yes, there's a lovely version of it on use, uh, which is gorgeous too. This one came out on All City, uh, I think, only about four weeks ago, right? So yeah, but no, actually it wasn't all city, it was a permanent vacation. Oh, permanent vacation, sorry, I beg your pardon. Tenth anniversary compilation thing, yeah. Yeah, so, sorry, it came out on that, and uh, I've just been listening to it again, and Margie's voice sounds so beautiful in it, and um, yeah, it's great, and I think we kind of more or less pick a new Jackson or David Kidd song every time <laughs> Well, every he's been, he's been very prolific This recently. is a good thing. <laughs> particularly prolific, yeah, yeah so, and year. I always try and pick... An Irish artist. We've had two EPs, uh, one soft a, singles, he's been very busy. an album, <laughs> yeah, and two albums actually. But two one, albums, yeah, one deleted after week. But uh, yeah. there's an acoustic version of that song um, on the album Use, which will be released next year officially yeah. on All City. Yeah, so um, there will always be this love is the name of that song. Um, yeah, it's great. And um, we'll, we'll we'll take a track from you, Claire. Uh, this is one of your new music choices. Uh, I don't know much about this, so maybe you can tell me. Uh, Baxter Jury. Uh, yep, Baxter Jury. Um, this is from a new album called Prince of Tears that is coming out on Friday. He is Ian Jury's son. Son, yeah. Um, he's got about five al- albums already. I'm not like a big mad fan of his. I've heard kind of bits and bobs and thought it was quite clever. He's definitely inherited a lot of his dad's talents and kind of has yeah. his own style as well. But the album looks interesting. Um, Jason Williams' Sleaford Mods um, is on one of the tracks. He's going to be touring with them as well. Um but this uh, track is Miami and it is the Paris and Cocker 2 mix. And the Cocker of Cocker 2 is Jarvis Cocker. Ah. Yeah. So he went and did not this Joe. lovely little not kind Joe. of... No, not Joe. He, he's dead, isn't he? Did he die? Joe did Joe Cocker oh. die? Oh no, we're not doing this again. Are oh we? Jesus. Oh no, I always <laughs> do this. I'm like, I thought no, they no, were we, dead. We do tend to do this We've done as this well. Okay, let's just move along. It's Jarvis Cocker. He was definitely still alive. And um, he kind of put this um, out as a little teaser. I think the original came out during the summer, but he's like, I actually think Jarvis Cocker did a better version of the original. So he's mad for it. But yeah, it's just this low, lovely kind of slow building, disco-y kind of thing with Baxter Jury doing his weird... I am a sausage man or something he says at one stage in okay. it. But yeah, have a listen. See Lovely. You think. Choice of Claire Beck. This is uh, Back to Jury. So fuck yeah.
realize how successful I am. I'm like a shipping tycoon, full of promise and calm. I'm a salamander, short with lover boy, causing grief with a bleeding eyes. I'm a turgid, fucked up little goat pissing on your fucking hill. And you can't ship me out, cause you can't catch me, cause you're so fat. So fuck ya, I'm Miami. Baxter Jury song called Miami Baxter and Cocker 2 remix Jarvis Cocker involved in that um, that reminds me a little bit of the chromatics mixed with um, yeah uh, do you know the Chili Gonzalez song I Am Europe yeah kind of the vocal are very similar okay. to that. I'm a dog shit ashtray flushing tradition yeah. down you can see the Seaford like, Mods kind of connection yeah. like why they would want to do stuff together so I'm looking forward to hearing the rest yeah, of the yeah it totally makes sense um very good, nice choice. Um, we we're going to finish with two of your choices, um, and uh, I don't really know why, so that's why we're, that's why you're here to explain yourself. Oh, explain, explain yourself. yourself. Explain yourself, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, one is a very famous song, yes, um, in particular, and um, uh, I I don't know where why I asked you this <laughs> question. I really don't know. I think it's just because I WhatsApped you and was like, "Dude, you haven't sent me any questions." You're like, "But okay, I'll send them right <laughs> now," and just like came up. True, with them. true. Um, so I've never asked anyone this before, but um, I must have been either feeling very good or feeling very bad. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> A song that gives you hope for the future is what I asked you. Um, yeah, and <laughs> the song that I picked has one of the saddest, most depressing stories in music history attached to it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know this at the time. This is a song that has kind of followed me around my whole life a little bit weirdly. Um, it's Otis Redding, Dock of the Bay. Yeah, we all and, know that. Yeah, so my mom would have been a really big, she's big music guy. I think I definitely didn't lick it off the ground, but she would have been big into Motown, soul, that sort of thing. So I would have heard the song kind of from very young and just for whatever reason, don't know if it was the lyrics or like my favorite kind of a pop song is something that has a cat like a catchy melody but like a sad message or a strong message underneath and it's almost being glossed over by the melody you know so like tracks of my tears uh would be one up the junction would be another that sort of a thing so this is a kind of a it's a dude it was a fairly innocuous story behind how he came up with it he literally was on a bus going to san francisco to play a gig was staying on i think a houseboat actually and just came up with this thing but what i always got for it when I heard it was do you know what things are a bit shite right now but it's grand we're here now it's going to be grand do you know that kind of way and that's always kind of the message that I got from it and it's always it kind of it does follow me around a little bit like I hear it at weird times and stuff and like the other night I was kind of just walking 
by this charity shop in Fibsborough and there was like, weirdly, if anybody's into James Last, go to the antiques shop in Fibsborough because there's about 30 assorted James Last albums for a euro each. But I just saw this plain record sleeve that just said, OK Soul on the front of it. Oh, yeah. So I said, gas, going to have to buy this. And um, didn't know what was on it, uh, paid the euro. And when I got home, like Dock of the Bay was one of the songs on it. So I was like, oh my God, I might have been stressed out last week, but there is hope for the future. And then you asked me, so there you go. Oh, it's Reading, follow me, Red. We'll play it and then I'll ruin it for everybody by telling them the sad history bit. Okay. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in Then I watch them roll away again, yeah I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time I left my home in Georgia Headed for the Frisco Bay I've had nothing to live for And look like nothing's gonna come my way So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time Like nothing's gonna change Everything still remains the same I can't do what ten people tell me to do So I guess I'll remain the same Sitting here resting my bones And this loneliness won't leave me alone Listen, two thousand miles I roam just to make this dock my home Now I'm just gonna sit at the dock of a bay Watching the tide roll away Ooh, I'm sitting on the dock of a bay Wasting time It's always writing dock of the bay yeah, there was a sad, sad uh, end. Um, to well, story. well, do you know what the, uh, the 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 song itself? I the message I always take from it is, do you know what? It's going to be fine. Everything is going to be grand. You're grand. The ship's going out. You know, it's just and it always kind of just gives me like that reset. And like I said, it does kind of weirdly follow me around and pop up in weird places. Um, but I'm going to ruin the song for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this was released in released in January 1968 and it was the uh, first posthumous number one hit single in the US reason being is um, you know that lovely uh, whistling at the end the famous Mm -hmm. whistling the reason that's in there is because Otis Redding went into the studio with his writing partner um, with Booker T and the MGs who pre-fame they were the Stax Records house band and um wrote this song, he kind of had come up with the lyrics on his way to this gig in San Francisco, whistled the last verse, went, lads, I haven't actually written the last verse yet, 
got to go do a gig. We'll sort it out next week. And five days later, he was killed in a plane crash. Yeah, 26. I got to stop telling Mad. that. I tell that story to everybody. And anytime, and the, it'll be like this. The song will pop up, like, because it follows me around at a weird, happy occasion. I go, do you know why there's whistling at the end? And just absolutely kill the buzz. You just see people's faces going, oh, God. You're great. You're great. You know? table quiz. Shite at a house party. Yeah, I really, I got to stop doing it. Like... I'll just remind anyway. the table quizzes from now Okay, on. fair. <laughs> it makes sense. We've had a lot of talk about water and uh, uh, things. Mm-hmm. Dumb Docks Surfer was the name of King Gruel's song. Dock of the Bay. Um, obviously, you live in a houseboat, so yeah. there's that as well. Mm-hmm. But the next one is kind of uh, our last An song. anchor song. Yeah, oh, sorry, well, you were leading it. into that. Yes. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> boats, boats Miami. there's loads of boats. Like, Jesus, now I look, anchor song for you. He's like, yeah, thanks, Sally. You're just leading it. <laughs> you just ruined it. Oh, my God. Wow, Sally, no, you not are really. throwing rocks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. No, as, as a final as a final preview okay. so, announcement. <laughs> <laughs> so you asked me a song I would have as my exit music. Yeah, because we did ask um, in our last uh, live lose joints. We asked End the Walsh, um, which sadly the recording did not make it to um, your ears. But um, we did ask him what his exit music was, and he gave us such a nice um, track as well. It was a Beach mm-hmm. Boys song. Um, so I just thought we'd ask you yeah. because we haven't asked anyone. And hopefully before. this. Just seems Hopefully one this well. one records and people will actually be able to hear it. Yeah, definitely. It <laughs> yeah. It'd be pretty. It'd be pretty embarrassing if they didn't. It was like, can you get your shit together? <laughs> she, she could have recorded it for us. No, uh, we've got the best. We've got our, we've got the best guy here. We do. Yeah, Sean is recording our sound. This so is what happens when he right. left you. He didn't come to Crane Lane. This is it. And look we what went happens. out. We just got too big for our boots. We thought we were doing yeah, grand. I'm like, I can do this myself. Turns fine. out we haven't a fucking clue what we're on about. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know we. Um, we were those who were in the room were were lucky enough to. It was yeah, it was a truly live podcast. <laughs> uh, can you have does a podcast exist if you don't record it? Yeah, it's not really a podcast anymore. Is it? Well, people it's in the room saw it. It's a notion. It's yeah, a notion. <laughs> it's a notion. It's a very strong notion. But tell us why you picked. Okay, uh, this song. This is Bjork, the anchor song. In case this is Bjork didn't. and the anchor song. Um, I picked this because um, it is from what I consider to be a perfect album. I think mm-hmm. debut has absolutely everything on it. It has dance bangers. It has the most beautiful song ever written about the first stages of liking someone and mm-hmm. like you know and it, it, it's got everything and it's just it really really just shows off her talents and encapsulates everything I love about Bjork which is its honesty and um or her honesty, Bjork being a mm-hmm. human. I mean, a goddess, but also a yeah. human. So her honesty. Um, so this is the closer from it. It's called The Anchor Song. Now, before anyone gets their knickers in a twist, I do realise the Play Dead was on the reissue, but it wasn't the original closer. No. Um, and I actually think it's weird that Play Dead is... What was the film that was from? Oh, yeah. Um, it's from... Uh, I remember being mad about the film, but I think it was because the, the song was so uh, romantic. Um, it was uh, it was a gangster one with the English guy. Uh, it was called uh, hmm. oh, young 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 Americans. No, it was called something like. We'll figure it out. We'll it was f- an we'll English. It, it was an English gangster movie. Yeah, so uh, that was released a few months after. It's funny you mentioned. Um, debut uh, I've actually been listening to it a lot recently dude like myself and Arvina had this huge big conversation about it being a perfect album and he was saying we have it on the tour bus rotation thing all the time it's just it's such a joy to listen to from yeah. start to finish yeah, it's just it's incredible it's perfect. so old was it 93 yeah 93. like it's timeless yeah. so, uh, but I, I think I do that 
when there's new music out from an artist that I love, I always go back to my favourite album of theirs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At the time when I'm thinking about them, like I'll be thinking about Bjork, so I've been kind of going back and mm-hmm. they definitely debuts one of those ones where you're like, oh, every memory it floods you back to a time where you would listen to that all the time in your house. And yeah. We actually played two songs from this album at the last Lumo <laughs> and one of them was uh, a lyric up on the wall I don't know my future after this weekend I don't oh, want to yeah. and uh, Big Time Sensuality was played as well I think So amazing I love just this, the start or the end of the first half where it goes more to lifeline than this which was recorded in a nightclub toilet because she's bonkers yeah. and she's broke and then it goes into um, like someone in love anybody who's listening if you're not familiar if you fancy someone at the moment listen to like someone in love you'd be like oh my god I totally know what this is like um, it's so beautiful and then it just goes into big time sensuality which is this huge like joyful dance floor banger but anyway three music nerds going off on tangents talking about music when we're trying to wrap that's it up that's why it's called Loose Joints fair Claire <laughs> but, it's in the um, title yeah. but that's yeah. what we're all about not talking about music half the time. Okay, that's fair. Well, it's been great fun. Thank you so much for having yeah, me on. Yeah, thanks for coming really, in. really, really crack. Great crack. Um, but yeah, Bjork, the anchor song. This is my, uh, going to bring the mood down again. This is my actual exit song. If they won't let me be buried at sea, I want to be cremated and then have my ashes put into the canal or the Liffey or where it meets both. But I want this song to well, play. Well, I don't want this one. Don't want the nasty ones. Eat your ashes. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just, okay. The you, Liffey, if, you, if I die first, you can be in charge of okay. punching them and keeping them right. out of the way. Okay, deal. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I just, this, for me, it's another, like, I lie down on the floor of my boat and I listen to this song sometimes because I just think it's absolutely beautiful. The instrumentation, um, her voice, um, for me personally, I love water so much. It calms me, it resets me, it just makes me so happy. So that is why I picked it as my exit music. Of course, I don't want people at my funeral to be too sad. So obviously Lost in Music or something to play afterwards. But yeah, anchor song when yeah. you're actually disposing Spirit of, of the, the body. maybe I'll, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thank you very much, Claire. Thank for coming you. In. It was a um, pleasure. Thanks, Sally. You're very welcome. Thanks, Sally. <laughs> thanks very much. Um, and we'll be back hopefully in the next month uh, with another uh, loose joints. And in the meantime, this is Bjork, uh, our final choice for tonight, which is Bye. Claire's exit, exit music, Bjork, the anchor song.
This is my home. 